Kathleen Wynne saves the day, or at least she announces it. You know, they're going to do 16 little things to save the day and cool the housing market in the Golden Horseshoe. We're joined now by Alan Carter, Global News Anchor and Queens Park Bureau Chief, who has the lowdown, the skinny on Wynne's announcement today. Alan, um, give us the particulars. Well, this uh, breaks down in a bunch of different ways. As you said, 16 different measures. I'll start with the two big ones. The first one is the extension of rent control. If you rent uh, any kind of a property in Toronto uh, that was built after 1991, it's not covered by rent control, which means the property owner can do pretty much what they like. And as you mentioned before the break, we've seen a situation in Liberty Village, right where the Premier held a press conference today, that showed, well, that can happen. People can just all of a sudden jack up your rent by 100%. So the government is going to move quickly to institute rent control that means that uh, rental properties can only go up by 2.5% a year unless there's some sort of special consideration. There is some also some changes to the regulation for landlords helping them with getting people out and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, the other big one, though, is the non-resident speculator tax, the NRST. Say that with me, the NRST. And now, that is designed for anyone who is a non-resident, non-citizen, or non-permanent resident who wants to buy property in the Greater Golden Horseshoe, which is pretty much most of southern Ontario. Sure. you got to pay 15% on the purchase. And the idea here is to try and eliminate uh, a froth that some people think is coming from foreign investment. This will remind you of what was happening, what happened in Vancouver. They institute the same sort of thing. Uh, just last year in August, and there is some evidence that the prices went down a little bit in Vancouver, but now they've rebounded just as quickly. So whether or not it's going to have any long-term impact is yet to be seen. Well, you know, it's 16 measures. It seems to me that they're throwing darts here, hoping that one of them or even a few of them is going to deflate something that's already overinflated. I, I mean, 16, does that seem high to you? Well, the difficulty is there's a lot of different ways to go at this. There's a lot of different facets. So the government is trying to do a bunch of things all at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're trying to cool the froth in the market, which is coming from speculation because the market's driving up really quickly. And the reason that the market is going up, one of the main reasons is there's nothing to buy. Right. I mean, that's the real story out there. As you talk to a real estate agent, they're crying poor right now because, yeah, sure, they got a list of 25 clients want to buy a place, but there's nobody wants to sell any. Anything. So the government said on the supply side, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to begin to develop government held lands. And they specifically pointed out to the West Donlands in Toronto and also on Grosvenor Street. You know where the uh, coroner's building is, where the YMCA is off of uh, off of Young Street up in that area of the city. Those are that's federally held land. And those are examples of things that are going to try and expedite and get more content, more housing on the market. No mention of the green belt, though. And well, just rezoning said, that green The belt. government has said, and that's really the only thing Wynne has totally ruled out, is yeah. that she will not tinker with the green belt and, in fact, is looking to strengthen it. Because then she loses all her uh, the people that are environmentally friendly that don't realize that the green belt was just arbitrarily just uh, zoned. Uh, without, you know, just like a wave of a hand. Let's do this. So uh, I guess you can't afford to lose any more voters. You know, what's the opposition saying today? The NDP um, has said 
Well, when we ask about this whole change in perspective on the foreign buyer's tax, remember six months ago, the premier was saying, no, no, we don't want that here. We don't need it. It's a different market. So something's changed. And of course, the NDP's position is, is what's changed is that this government's in a tailspin mm -hmm. and needs to be seen to be proactive. Only 8% of the market is being driven by foreign buyers. That's what we think. So it's not a huge portion of it, but they're trying to move to try and show people, remember this is a government taking it on the chin for not doing enough about hydro, for ignoring hydro for too long, and so they want to be seen to be proactive on this file, and that's part of the reason why they're moving so quickly. Both opposition parties are also saying, you know, this is a government that hasn't even tabled that huge hydro cut that, they, that they're promising you. You know, that 25% that's really only 17? That thing that's coming, that's not even on the, at the floor of the legislature yet, and now we have another huge huge, huge bill here that touches on so many different things. When's that coming before the legislature? When's it actually going to be law? Any word from Wynn about this? Well, they have to do it fairly quickly. Remember, yeah. they have the budget next week. I think they're going to start shoving things through the legislature very quickly. They only have until about mid-June before the House rises for the summer break. One of the things I'm hearing being criticized, you know, uh, shortly after this presser is the fact that they are going to expand rent control to all private rentals. And they also want, uh, they've put together a $125 million program over five years to further encourage the construction of new rental apartment buildings. But, you know, the idea of having uh, the rent control really doesn't incentivize investing in buildings to become rentals. Well, this becomes the central uh, debate on this. And the premier said today that she doesn't believe that the argument that rent control uh, stymies the building of rental properties, that that doesn't hold water, that we've got evidence that shows that since 1991, when rent control came in, ostensibly so, it would juice builders to build more rental properties, that we haven't seen that. And so the evidence doesn't bear out that that's a cause and effect. Mm -hmm. and, in, and instead, we have a situation where a market is running away, and as that market runs away, it drives up rents. And if you're an owner and, you know, you got you want to, let's say, a condo that was built in 2002, you've been renting it for, I don't know, $1,100 a month, and it's slow. And now you're looking at the market and saying, wait a minute, average rental is nineteen dollars or $2,000 a month. Well, you're probably thinking to yourself, I'm going to move pretty quickly before this rental control legislation gets into place. Mm -hmm. And I hear it's going to go into place. Uh, they're trying to put that through almost immediately so that, you know, landlords right now don't say, don't OK, do guess that. what? I'm jacking your rent. Well, we're going to you watch for that. There's going to be stories like that over the next week, yeah. uh, no matter how fast the government tries to. Move. I'm sure people are drafting the letter right now. I, I, I hate to go home. I'm not going to look at my mailbox today. Oh, no. Um, Alan, I appreciate you being on the show as always. It's, uh, it's good to speak with you and, you know, try and make some sense of what happens on a daily basis at Queen's Park. You know, I'm here to rub the fog from your eyes. All right. That's I, my job. I appreciate it. It's kind of a cloudy day today, so I appreciate that. Alan, you have yourself a fantastic afternoon. You too, Kelly. Alan Carter, Global News Anchor and Queen's Park Bureau Chief.